You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Hi, I'm Harvey. And I'm Carice. It's the Love is Black podcast once again. How you doing? Hope all is well. How you doing today, Carice? I'm all right. Cool. I was feeling a little drained, but now um, mm. I'm getting back. Mm. You're so outrageous. I'm not outrageous. Just, no, I'm full, I guess. You're energized? Somewhat, yes. I feel good right now. Okay. And now, so that's all good. Great. All right, so we're going to talk about, obviously, the biggest issue that is hit, you know, uh, the internet, black Twitter, all that fun stuff, you know, important things. Yes. Like what's going on with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Important, life-altering issues. Yes. The world stopped for a minute when mm-hmm. that happened, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, we'll let Jada do what? Mm-hmm. You know, famine, death. No. All Black Lives Matter. No, August none Alcina. of that. No, all of that took a backseat to some dude named August Alcina, whose name I'd heard, but I don't think I've heard a track from this guy ever. Wow. I mean, can he, can he sing? I mean, is he any good? Yes. He can sing? Like, you know tracks from August? You bought an album? I no, I have not bought an album for maybe six or seven years. Like I, it's been a long time. I don't even think I bought my last album that I have. I'm pretty sure you bought yeah. some Chris Brown album yeah. years ago. You're and welcome. that was like the last new album I've mm-hmm. ever had. I know. I'm that guy. I'm your music guru. Understood. So the story goes that, you know, Jada and Will, in this marriage that they're in, loving each other. But they hit a rough patch where apparently it sounds like Jada did some shenanigans and Will wasn't really happy. Well, honestly, it sounds like something happened between them and they were separated because of something. Like the way they talk about it, they were done. Right. So these two were, it was over. They're going to separate. But you're Will talking about it. And of course, we're talking about the Red Table talk that they did. Where Jada was, you know, it's supposed to be Jada at the table, but it sounds like she was hiding because she didn't really get into it. No. And if you heard it, you know what we mean. So apparently this issue that they had led to them being separated. And Will was like, and he, all this talk, oh, I wasn't sure I was going to talk to you, thought we were done, all that good stuff. So apparently while this was going on, Jada found her a nice younger man, August. Yes, but a young, like, needy man, which is, is kind of predatory, honestly. But wow. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, when they first met August, they, they said it several times. He was sick. Right. He was not well. Mm-hmm. How do you solve that with sex, apparently? I yeah. guess that's what Jada does. No, mm-hmm. they never used the word sex. No, when you're sick, I entangle you. Exactly. That's what I do. Exactly. I use my lasso. I entangle you. <laughs> I drag you down. And then if things get physical, then so be it. That's just what happens. He got better he and got, Jada felt good. And, and felt it was good. the first time she felt good in a long time. Oof. Oof. That's like, It's a 12-minute red table. It's 12 that, minutes. It's 12 deep. Like really informative minutes. I feel like listening to them talk without saying anything, they said a whole lot. Yeah. I feel like that marriage was on was just shaky and probably still is. I think all this being out in the world like this, 
I'm willing, I have no intention to be in. But if I'm that guy and I'm hearing all this and they talking about my wife, mess with some other dude, and apparently I was okay with it, I don't know. I'd have some problems. So hearing that, seeing the look on his face during the red table talk, you could see he's not happy about the situation. But clearly they decided they needed to talk about it because everybody's out there spitting whatever facts, facts that they've heard. Yeah, they wanted to clear the air. And you can kind of understand that being in the spotlight, I'm sure that's a thing that you probably need to do from time to time. I mean, sometimes you could just let stuff ride. You just be like, whatever, it's a tabloid. It's a, it's a dirty rumor, whatever, who cares? But with this one, I think because there was that much truth to it, they felt the need to really bring themselves to the red table to talk about it. There's always been talk about their relationship. Well, I mean, there's been stuff like Will Smith is gay or bi or they have what kind of marriage? An open. open marriage. There's been all kinds of talk about that relationship. And most of the time they never really commented on it. And they just people said stuff. Maybe they would say this and that. But with this with this red table talk, it feels like they probably have commented on it without actually commenting about specific comments, just the general thoughts of their marriage. Yes. Well, they wanted to dispel that rumor of the open marriage. They they said very blatantly like that that was not the case. You believe that? Do I believe that they didn't have an open marriage? Yeah. Why well, take so it took them so long. They had to wait until August was talking about what he, you know, what he was doing with Jada and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, it wasn't an open marriage. This was just Jada, you know, um sowing her royal oats." You know, yes. while Will was debating whether he's going to stay with her or not. Which, of course, it just brings up discussion. You know, obviously we do a marriage, a, a relationship pod in the culture. And right now the culture is talking about these two. So let's talk about it. Let's get in there. So. I feel what, like that's kind of what we were doing. I know, but we, I was trying to, I was trying to organize. I was trying to, you know what? Could you just go with me on this? How about that? Okay. Thanks. Great. Awesome. Let's Great. talk about it. <laughs> the thing we've been talking about. Copy, yes. Copycat. <laughs> okay. Well, they talked about a whole lot of stuff, but um, I think we touched on it a little bit. Let's backtrack a little bit and talk about the fact that they are so public. Does all this information being out there, does them doing this red table does any of that make this situation any better i don't think it makes it better i feel like we all have privacy we all want our business kept in the house in the bedroom in the boudoir dare i say i don't need people knowing about what's going on what's going on i mean we're married in the end there's very few people i trust in this world and my spouse is one of them one of the few so whatever's going on between us, I don't need to discuss it with the person at the 7-Eleven or the quick check or somebody at you know Walmart or whatever. It should just be between us. Of course, we're not celebrities. No. So our not bi- yet. Not yet, of course. So our <laughs> business, so right now our business is stationed right here in our home. Once we get all famous and such, all of a sudden everybody's going to be talking about Oh, so what Carice did, so what she was wearing when she went to such and such. Oh, you see what Harvey was talking about, such and such, all that. I don't, 
it would it would make it more annoying but it certainly wouldn't help the situation i don't need more people judging our relationship i feel like you know between us we do it enough just in that maybe judge is the wrong word but we yeah we're introspective you're um, a judgy person though. oh see you're a very judgy I'm, person i'm the least so i feel like person. if there was someone judging our relationship it'd probably be you really yeah i don't judge i don't even know how to judge so you, you don't no i don't okay so that's cool yeah it's see, cool. another reason you're so happy with this marriage because you just get open non-judgmental discussion you're welcome wow mm -hmm. thank you okay <laughs> well i think that when everything is put out to the public you almost in a sense I mean, it's right or wrong, but you kind of get like a good consensus on, you know, when you're having these sort of love spats or if something's going on like this, like Will might have gotten some nice affirmations from a good chunk of people. So let's say 20,000 people message him or put up comments underneath that video like, oh, well, you know, you did the right thing or way to stand by her side or whatever like you i feel like you get some kudos along the way i'm certain a hundred percent certain because if anybody has seen any of those memes out on the internet with the entanglement thing and all those pictures of will just looking sad and just beat down um you know there's that also the opposite end of that which doesn't make things better but if you are going to look for any sort of silver lining it might be that you get some sort of, you know, confirmation. If something's going on, like who's right, who's wrong, like who did, did, did you make a good choice? Did you not make a good choice? Like what's, what's the lowdown here in a group opinion? You know, it's kind of like when you go and you talk to your friend and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe Harvey said he's not judgy. Like, don't you know that he was judging you yesterday? Like, okay. And then your friend, yeah, boo, I get that. Like, yes, absolutely. He stay judging. Mm -hmm. that's that, good. Then you that's feel good, right, right? right? So that's what I feel like all this information being public kind of does in one silver lining of it. I'm sure there's the other side, but. That might be the only silver lining. When I saw all these videos and comments, I saw a little bit of everything. The feeling I also got and saw were a lot of men were like, that's how you let your girl treat you like that? You let that, you let her step out the house and do that? Like, you know, who the man in that relationship? Who the man in that house? I mean, you know? but maybe they weren't living in the same house. Okay, who was the man in that they relationship? They were separated. Who was that man in that relationship? August. And, right, clearly August. Because <laughs> Will damn sure wasn't a man in that relationship. He was the third wheel. You're gonna, but you're gonna get, you're gonna, the problem with people commenting on something on social media is you're not getting an unbiased, I don't think you're getting an unbiased opinion or commentary from people. These are not just Will's friends. This is not DJ Jazzy's death or, you know, Uncle Phil or something. And this isn't Jada's crew. These are fans who have seen Jada since A Different World, who've seen Will Smith since Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. These are fans who don't really know these people. They just right. know their characters and they know the accolades and such that they get. So you can't really take what people you don't know say about this situation. You have to take it with a grain of salt. If I'm him, 
inform her, like, oh, look, they agree with me. That's great. But they don't know anything about what happened. What would that person think if they knew what actually caused the separation in the first place? I could be sitting here hyping up Will, but then whatever happened that caused them to separate in the first place, if I find that out and I'm like, Will, you stayed with this chick for that? Or Will, I can't believe you did that. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of information we don't know. Mm-hmm. So when people are talking, they're talking just by what they've heard. Don't know if it's fact or fiction. It's people took a license, whatever. So I don't know. They might be there to hype you up, make you feel good about things. But I wouldn't take what some random person on Twitter said to me, if I'm well, about this situation. It's, um, it's a difficult, it's difficult no matter what. It's difficult if it's just a regular couple like it was me and you. That's true. And the only people who are going to talk about it are the people that we let into our lives like that. And I wouldn't be telling anybody. So it would be you. Wow. Um, yeah. Because I, you know, being the, but you know what? I wouldn't judge you on that. If that's what you felt the need to do, <laughs> if you really felt the need to save that information to somebody, then, you know, do you. But <laughs> okay. what I'm saying is that our information is our business. Our business is ours. You know, you know, like we hashtag love is in Laguerre and it needs to stay here. Making it difficult from random people from all over the world. Oh, Jada this or well, that makes it absolutely ridiculous. It's all this extra noise that doesn't help the relationship. At least I don't think it would help our relationship if it was something like that. Yeah, I can agree. I can agree. All right. So let's change the topic a little bit. They were separated when all this happened. What exactly is separation? What does that mean to you? I mean, we can only speculate what that meant for them. Um, I believe in certain states, California may very well be one of them because that's where they currently reside. You have to be separated for a certain period of time before you can legally file for divorce. So is it always necessarily divorce when we're talking separation? Can you be separated and not intend to get divorced? Maybe you just want to work things out in different houses. I guess the idea, at least the way I see it, is that, you know, whatever states, wherever part of this country you're in, we want to kind of save marriages, I guess. So before we just like, because now divorce is easy. Now you can run up on it. There's states where you don't even need the person to sign. You can just sign and move on and it's done. I don't think we like that idea. It's bad enough that more most marriages end in divorce anyway. So we're trying to salvage the few that are there. So to, it's kind of like a... Um, I can't think of it. Just trying to give them time to relax. We'll blow off period before you make that big decision. So that way I imagine that's what they're saying. Maybe in California, whatever states. Before you do the divorce, you cool off. Separate. Maybe you do some counseling. Maybe you have some time apart so you can really think about what happened. Maybe you can get back and reflect on what made you guys get together in the first place. So to me, separate. But to me, separation is something different. I don't know if we were... You know, if something happened with us and we were separated. I don't know what it would be. We can't we can't just separate. We got kids. We got a house. You know, we got stuff to do. Separating is a lot more than just I'm not seeing you. One of us, well, me, because, you know, the man and the woman always gets the house. I would have to find somewhere else to stay. Mm-hmm. So there's always some, there's more to it. So if we got to the point where I have to leave, I mean, I don't know if I'm, am I coming, I don't know if I'm coming back. If it's that serious where I pack up, get my stuff, and leave my kids, 
I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I don't know if I'm coming because that's a big deal. Separation is tantamount like one step before divorce. It's a big deal. So I don't know what separation is. Is it? Is it just the precursor? We're just getting divorced. We're just kind of going through the motions. We're gonna actually try to save this marriage, or is it a wrap? So I don't know what you would think of separation, but if we ever got there. I don't know what's next other than, you know, I guess legal filings. And I think that's the big thing with separation is that there's no definition really for what's next. It could be anything. It could be getting back together. It could be, you know, there are some couples who, and I'm sure this isn't the majority of couples, but there are some couples that just do not come back under the same roof that just decide, you know what, we're, we still love each other. We still want to be married, but we can't live together. We need that space. We need time apart for whatever. And I go to my apartment, you go to your apartment and we meet up maybe at each other's date night sleepover, mm. but you got to, you got to go home afterwards. Like, I don't, I don't need you staying here. Um, but that's a thing. It happens. So I don't know. It could be any number of things. What this, kind of reminds me of a little bit is a blackish where oh, they true. separated um anthony anderson's character and tracy ellis's ross's character uh, yeah. where it got to the point where they couldn't even sit down and eat a meal together mm. like it was that contentious like everything you say is a problem right. so once you get to that point you probably do need that cool off period like you you termed it is you know, you need something to, to you know, keep your mind off of right. whatever that is. Sometimes you just got to get away from that pain. Yeah. And know? then maybe you come back to each other like, you know, they did in Blackish or like Will and Jada did. Right. But what happens in between? And now right. this is the good stuff, right? right? Yeah. So in my opinion, while you're in this separation period, because it's so unknown, because it's so awkward and uncomfortable, like now we are... We're separating something that could have very well been something that we built on for years before they got married. You get married and now there's years of work going into that. Now we're going to separate because Will and Jada were talking about, you know, this is four and a half years ago. Well, they've been married over 20. So all that time and in the period of time, and they don't delineate how long of a time it was that they were separated, but in that time, apparently, Will was doing him and Jada was doing her, or Jada was doing August, whatever. <laughs> um, I don't think, this is just me personally, but I don't think when you're separated, you should be dating. I feel like that's that's not appropriate. You've got to decompress from all of that you're just coming out of years decades of marriage you have children albeit adult children that they had at that point you, you have children you have a life together you have a house you have a home you have memories you have all this stuff and now you've got to mentally come out of that and i don't think the best way to come out of that is to jump on you know someone else agreed agreed know. if you're separated if you're going to separate but start dating somebody else, you should just get divorced and be done with it. That's my thought. 
if you're looking to get with somebody else, just end it. Why am I separating from you, but I'm still legally with you, but I'm going to go to this, you know, I'm going to go to the, you know, singles bar and I'm going to find somebody or I don't know. It, it doesn't seem right. Separation should either be a time for, I guess, reflection, healing, or for the finale of the relationship. And in either case, you shouldn't really be with somebody else. Because if you even have the thought that maybe something that you could salvage it, getting with somebody else probably is not going to help. Right. Especially if you're a man in this situation and you get with a woman, God forbid you, you know, Dwayne Waiter and get pregnant or something. That puts a whole new spin on a relationship, which is not the thing to do. If the marriage is of value to you, if it's important to you, then you got to do everything possible to save it. And if you're at the point where you can't save it, then the separation is just wasting time. Then you need to get into what are we going to do? Who's going to be where? Kids this, money that. What are all the situations? Just get into the semantics of it. But separation should not be a license to ill. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just, it's it, you have to take time to relearn who you are as an individual, as a single, because how long has it been since you've been that person? Mm, you know, true. once you get married, you're somebody's wife. You know, you have children, you're somebody's mom. Like, who are you really at the root of yourself? And who are you as a single person without being a wife? Who am I if I'm not Mrs. Laguerre? Like, what what am I? And do you even want to go back into that? I mean, do, God forbid, I mean, something happens. Do you want to go back into this dating scene? You want to go back into the world? I mean, it's not the same world as when we would we started dating before. Now, no, yeah. No, it's completely different. And, you know, if you listen to the previous episode, you can, you know, it's a lot, is a lot less of communication of like face to face. It's more texting and messaging and such. It's not something you want to go into. It, that's just throwing yourself out there and hoping for the best, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to salvage something that you put work and time and effort into. So just being at a tough point of the marriage doesn't mean that you should just go out and experiment. That doesn't seem the thing to do. That's the time when you should be at your most, I, I don't know what the right term is, you should be you should be determined to maintain the relationship. So if that's counseling, if that's just being away so that you're not arguing about everything, so that maybe you can find yourself, I don't know, take a vacation, get away, do something else so that you are able to bring yourself back to the marriage and see if you can salvage it. But when you leave it open for somebody to come in, you never know what can happen. And that's kind of, and that's kind of, that's what happened. The thing is that I never, I mean, did you get the impression they knew him before they had their issue or did she meet him while they were having their issue? August, I mean. The timeline is so confusing. So at some point she even said that she hadn't spoken to August, you know, since, but he was on the red table and at the red table talk that he did, he, uh, he said, well, she said, whatever. They met at one of the kids' concerts. So I think Willow might have been performing, and he was at a Willow Smith concert, and that's when they met, but he had a dependency issue. And so it became like, you know, this thing where they're trying to help him. Right. Um, who knows when in that, re- that relationship of, you know, friendship, 
companion helping out of whatever you want to call what what that was what the smiths had with august alcina when that turned into something romantic or something physical with her and august it really does genuinely to me feel predatory mm -hmm. someone who you know is sick or has a dependency issue or you know is significantly younger and kind of is looking up to you right right it's like if a teacher sleeps with a child mm -hmm. agreed yeah i never i mean you mentioned that i didn't but you've kind of elaborated on that more and i can understand what you're saying it is a big deal she didn't just get with some random person she met she got with somebody who, who they said they were trying to help mm -hmm. so that's you're right that there that really is dysfunctional that's really you that's not the person you're supposed to help that's not the person you're supposed to be with that's that's pretty ridiculous i i agree entirely not that this situation needed any more negativity no. but to add on to the fact that it wasn't it was somebody that they were helping it wasn't had it just been some random person she met this person was in the picture i saw something on facebook and it's some page that i'm on for men and it said you know men if you know if your relation you know your relationship is not doing well or whatever your replacement is already in the picture the idea that whoever the guy is that's going to take your girl because you're not doing right is probably a friend or somebody you know or somebody she knows the person is there oh that's so interesting so they're kind of and then and they may not be there waiting for you to mess up but they're going to be around when you do and then they're going to be there to pick up the pieces and then be all the things that you can this is like this is us. Mm, yes. Dude dies and the uh, best friend. Oh, and they still haven't explained that. <laughs> and there, I don't think there's any explanation they can give where I'm gonna like Miguel. I'm not on Miguel. I don't care what Miguel did. This is just wrong. It is wrong. They still they have so much explaining to do with that. Yeah. But I'm sure but they that's come up with that's kind of what that is. Right? Like, you know, yeah. something happens and dude is there kind of ready to pick up the pieces and you know that's also like there. that's also like homeland if you remember that first season you remember he comes back and she and they when she finds out he's back she's sleeping with his oh, best yeah, with his best friend his best friend oh, like he yeah. was just there and oh i thought he was dead and whatever oh you know let me help yeah, you out once you die you, know, you gotta you know, sleep with the best exactly. friend that's you know pretty me. much you don't have to go searching for anybody else i know you <laughs> Your husband told me everything about you. I'll just slip in there and exactly. everything will be great. He would approve of you know, this. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I feel like that's something that would have to be said. Like, I don't know. Yeah. At some point in time, be like, ah, what mm. do you think Harvey would think about this? Mm. He would definitely be oh, okay oh, with it. Exactly. Oh, all right. Okay, great. good. Back to whatever you knew him doing. very well. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you were his wife. You know better. But you just going to go by what I say? <laughs> that makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. You need my opinion? Yeah. That's great. So, yeah. So, he was around. And I I imagine that he probably had some crush. Like most of us. I don't know what his I have was. a crush on Jada. Right. You know, everybody. I mean, right. So, I imagine not only is this person there to like, heal you and help you out. He's younger than her, obviously. He probably grew up, grew up and watched her and set it off. And saw her do stuff. Or Jason's lyric or whatever. Oh, my God. And then magically he met her. So it's, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if I can be healed by somebody that I'm physically attracted to. She's beautiful. So I can understand that. This is the point where you step back and you don't. 
And just because maybe you healed him and made him a better person or got him to where he needed to be, that doesn't mean now he's a prospect. Mm. You didn't, in essence, they healed, she healed him so she could have him. <laughs> she healed him to have him. Which is crazy. <laughs> which is ridiculous. You was tough before. I didn't like you before, but I molded you into the man I want now. Now you're mine, August. <laughs> and which is Which is just crazy. I mean, part of that might have been the reason why she says he hasn't spoken to her. Like, you know, he just cut off things right when she and Will were kind of reconciling. Mm -hmm. August cut off things and then they didn't speak since, which also, again, just doesn't make sense because he was on the red table. Mm -hmm. So at some point they had to have spoken in order to get him there. Um, And then they spoke during the show. Right. But whatever. Um, So... I think that maybe he realized at some point in time that, you know, something wasn't right here. Like, I feel like I may have been used to just Mm -hmm. cut off all communication. Mm -hmm. Well, here's another question. Why is he the one that broke off the communication? If he says they broke it off, if you're going with the assumption that he breaks it off because maybe those two reconciling, maybe Jada should have been like, listen, whatever was happening... Listen, I mean, well, we're going to try to make a go of it. We're going to try to make it work. So this can't be anymore. She should have been the one to be like, listen, it's a wrap. It's done. But for him to be the one to handle it, he sounds like the mature one in the relationship. I mean, he might have been. I don't know. You know what? I think it's really more that she... I honestly think it's more that she was happy that he was just stepping out and that's not something she had to say because I think she would have felt guilty had he relapsed had something happened and then oh my goodness because I broke up with him or oh oh wow I don't know so but that's, I, that's my speculation I can imagine that she's she that's a bit of ego I will say you know being with me he felt good about himself god forbid I leave all of a sudden he'll tumble back down into the crevice of negativity where he doesn't know how to survive he need be with me so that he can live and that he can make it in this world. But really, at the end of the day, she she saved him. She helped to get him off of the, the good stuff or the bad stuff or whatever you want to call the stuff. Okay. She got him off the stuff. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, you know, it's really not ego tripping if that's how she really self-identifies that's part of this predatory thing man it feels real like shady it feels real shady real nasty like if he was a lot younger we'd be really looking at this in some real different eyes oh 100 percent. right 100 percent. what was i remember what's interesting is he when august talked about this he was like oh will was okay with it so he had mentioned that so then what does that mean so they were separated they were in this relationship. He was fully aware of the relationship and he co-signed it. Well, maybe if he was a family friend, right? Mm-hmm. And they're separated and Jada is like, um, by the way, I'm messing with August now. Maybe all that means is that Will is aware, knows that August is sleeping with his wife. Um, Not necessarily saying like, yeah, this is cool. Go ahead. But like, I, I'm aware she told me. That's not 
cool. I mean, if her sleeping or being with somebody I know doesn't really feel like it's a good idea because if they do reconcile now, now he's got to either be out the picture or every time they have a get together, every time they see him, like that's the dude that was after my wife for about three, four months. Oh, like, but August took himself out of the, mm-hmm, the picture. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, right, it still, all worked out for everybody. Right. But still, <laughs> I see August, if our song comes on, a video comes on, he has some commercial or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jada, that was him. That was the dude. So while, you know, while we weren't working out, he was the one working you out. That's it. Exactly. Because she had never felt mm-hmm. so good. Which is so crazy. Long. <laughs> the way she said that, she, that was the most emotional part of that 12 minutes. Was like I never felt so good. Like he was a mess. Like he was an anchor holding her down. And in August, like right? unlocked it, and she just floated to the top, and she was happy. And life is love, and love is life, and everything. Like Will was just this, this terribleness, and finally she felt good. And they didn't. She didn't make it clear that it was she. Like she was feeling good in the relationship or feeling good about herself. She just felt good. Right. Which is, that's tough. Like, I hear yeah. that. I'm like, wow, you didn't feel good with me that long? So much that you needed another dude? Yeah. We got some We got some things to discuss. But it might also be some of the, the specter or some of the lore of being with a younger man. Yeah. Especially when you're older that, you know, younger men have more endurance than older wow. men. Wow. Wow. Endurance, okay. you say? Oh, In wow. That. Uh, well, that felt like a friendly, gentle word. Endurance. Um, you can say however you want. <laughs> friendly, gentle, whatever. It's like you punched me in the face, but you had on a nice white glove when you did it. It don't matter. It still hurt. <laughs> Endurance. What you try to say. But then another real question is, if that's the case, was the problem that they had, was it sex? And she and Mr. Smith, you know, wasn't handling business. And that's why she had been feeling good. So she, so she needed a man, a younger man, who has more endurance to go in there and lay the pipe properly and make her feel better about things. Because if that's what it is, the I can't imagine the way he was talking. He's like, "Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I think I was ever going to talk to you again." That type of stuff. If that's the case, I don't know if I'm talking to the woman like that. I, it's more she's looking at you like you know you like a third of a man, like you basically a slave right now. You know, you know, three fifths of dude. You not, you not doing what you're supposed to do. It really seems like she's settling for Will. Mm, that's what it's true. No, it seems like she's settling for her. Like, oh, she's, oh, I'm sticking with her through all this. She dealt with other people, whatever. But I'm staying in there. Like, oh yeah, that like, was the ending of that. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. they pushed in real hard. Mm-hmm, like you know, mm-hmm. real love goes through trials, uh-huh. and you know real ride or die um and unconditional love oh yes unconditional love yeah, yeah. i don't i don't i don't know it's a little bit so while i don't have deal breakers reference previous episodes yes you do you have i have one, one deal breaker so you do have a deal breaker right. i have one deal breaker it's highly unlikely everything else i'm willing to ride or die through right but that said unconditional is it feels so strong mm-hmm. yes <laughs> it just feels so strong mm-hmm. like i get it they made it through that but i feel like there's other things they might not have made it through and that's stuff that we just don't know about i i don't know the more i hear them talk the more rocky that relationship sounds to me 
Like this is just one of many situations that I'm sure that they've gone through. And I think to them, it's a badge of honor that they're still together, Mm -hmm. that they've gone, like he's done some ish. She's done some stuff. Like together they've done some stuff. Like they've been through it. And the fact that they stuck together, I don't know how happy they are. They are content. They are proud of the fact that they stayed in. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't sound like the paces for like a real good marriage. Yeah. You should, there should be some love in there. Not, listen, you was evil. I ain't going anywhere. That doesn't sound like the reason I'm staying. It just sounds like the reason I'm not leaving. It just sounds like, sounds different. So their relationship sounds, seem, I, it, it seems dysfunctional to me. And right now the dysfunction that is, prevalent that is out in the world is data and that's all these memes and all this entanglement stuff and oh, yeah. all this stuff that's out there in the world but i guess the only saving grace that the way they talked about it is that they stuck together that they stayed in it and i guess that's a good thing i admire that mm-hmm. i definitely admire that i know that's not who you are what are you talking about? You're not. You're not I the. No, 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 you're no, not no, the ride or die of yes, traditional love. No, 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 you're no. like what? You slept with August. Mm-hmm. Bye. Here's the papers. Mm-mm. Yes, that's not you. Mm-mm, you're no. not like you act like I'm different. If I told you I was gay, you'd be done. And if you slept because with because somebody... what am I gonna do? Grow a penis? I can't grow right. a penis. And if but you... if I slept with somebody that right. doesn't like what it what it means is that you a liar and a cheat. Wow. So if you slept with somebody, it makes you a liar and a cheater yeah, as well. Right. But but I don't. I would. It makes never me ride or die because I'm chilling, Good hanging you. out. Right. Good. But here's gonna the make thing. it work. You're never gonna have to worry about that because I don't. I don't cheat. Okay, but you won't have to worry about it either. So I don't understand what the problem is. So all we're doing is we're just discussing a situation that'll never occur. Okay. So then, what you worried about? What I'm worried so about emotional? is that you're not ride or die. That's I, what I'm worried about. No. What the real comment here is that you're not ride or die if you cheat. <laughs> No. If you cheat, then what you are in the do? car and you're supposed to be riding with me and you jumped out at the first corner Therefore with, I some, died? with some light skin, August Osina sitting dude, and you jumped out the car. I am with you through whatever, whatever shenanigans. You're a drug addict, you're bi, you do whatever stuff. I will be with you. You cheat? Peace. That's wow. it. What if you find out about the serial murders? If you kill people? Serial murders. So not just a person, several. Several. Serial. Okay, good. Yes, I'm aware. I was expounding. (laughs) Yes. So if you kill several people. Right. And what, you just walking around the house just living? I mean. Well, yes, that's usually how serial murders happen. No, 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 no. You don't get caught for the first few until you keep doing something. Well, if I find out. So how do I find out? Am I you one... find out what everybody else finds okay, out. I mean, so who's walking everybody... around telling their spouse, oh, by the way, I killed like the seventh person today. Nobody goes around telling them. So then what you're saying is that you've been killing people. Now everybody knows, so you're in jail. And that's it, you're done. If everybody found out, you're not walking around Walmart. Your ass is somewhere <laughs> locked up. 12 okay. by 12. Right. Small toilet. Like you riding? Am I riding? I'm staying with you. Yes, no doubt. I mean, are you telling, are you being honest? Like, do you be like, yes, I kill these people? Or you're like, no, I didn't do it. So then if you said no, you didn't you do it. You have to say no, you didn't do it. All right. So then I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe you. If there's like facts, if all of a sudden there's pictures, there's video, you left the bloody gov under the pillow, and all of a sudden, it oh. It probably turn, doesn't fit. Right. And they, just, <laughs> they have to quit. Whatever. <laughs> so stop. These people are too young. They don't even understand what you're saying. My goodness. Then 
I'm with you, but I'm not really gonna get to see you much because you're in jail. And, you know, you're gonna die. But you riding? I'm I'm riding, but we can't okay. go far. You unconditional jail. love. I will always love you. I guess. <laughs> Wouldn't you be singing in the background? Whatever. But. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, you pulling these ridiculous. So are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> No, what okay. I'm saying is that's that's unconditional love. Honestly, what what I don't think unconditional love is really practical. Mm. Um, I feel like a lot of situations that are extreme, right? Sort of um, like what you like just serial about. killing exactly. and so forth. Mm. You don't ride or die through that. Like that's a, a serial killer. Yeah. Like you lucky you alive. Mm. Like you have a lot of now emotional trauma you're gonna have to you know deal with because you were in bed every night with a serial killer you ain't know mm-hmm. um, and he was in the house with the kids and who knows i mean if yeah, i don't know the, that about you then i don't really know you at all exactly mm-hmm. so this unconditional love is like a really difficult thing i feel mm-hmm. like it's really really hard it's very hard we as people are very judgmental yeah you, you know in particular no but you know i again i'm incredibly judgy you know, don't, Incredibly I don't, I don't judgy. Judge. So everything you're we're saying sitting now, in a dark I'm room, and you've been judging me for it because I feel drained. I haven't been judging you for sitting in a dark room. <laughs> yes, I, you judged me. No, I the second I wanted to sit in a dark room, you were judging me. No, 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 it wasn't judgment. It was questioning the situation. Okay, there's a difference okay. between judgment and you sure. Back yeah. on topic. Yeah. You're judgy. Back on topic. <laughs> That's the topic? Yes. Sure. Now we're back on topic. Yeah. So how do you feel about unconditional love? Practical, uh, not practical? Um, I think I probably agree with you. I mean, there's going to be extreme situations in anything. I love you no matter what, unless you do, I guess, if you do this. I mean, if you're, I don't know, if you eat people, I don't know how much I can love you, I guess. Wow. Well, I mean, you're going to find extreme situations which will test our love. But actually, a better way to look at it is this. If you're a serial killer or you eat or whatever, you eat a people, cannibal. whatever, a cannibal, very good. I'm probably always going to love you, but that doesn't mean I can stay with you anymore. Mm. I think there's a difference. I can love you, but I got to let you go. That type of thing. Because in this case, I'm not just thinking about myself. I'm thinking about the kids. You can't be around them kids. Wow. Um, you real you, quick to take the kids. Um, you can't, Where y'all going? You can't even take a walk. You're in jail. What do you mean <laughs> take the kids? Where you going? Simply put, if that's what you do. Don't I love, get caught. Right. That's what get, I'm hearing. I guess. Don't get don't caught get and caught. don't try to kill me or the kids or family. <laughs> Unconditional love is a beautiful thing. It's a great idea. May not be practical like you said. Yeah, right. definitely not. So, you know, I respect their situation. It is what it is. Whether they're happy or not, only they will know. Because right. like you said earlier, we don't really know any of the details and it's of only, their and situation. It's, their it's really their business. Yeah. You know, that's it. It's it's not really our place to really comment on what's going on with them. No, even though we just did. Even though we For an extended we, period of right, time. Right, but that's because everybody else has been talking about it. <laughs> And this is just us discussing it in a non-threatening manner. In a non-threatening manner, yes. Yeah. Hopefully, this is the only thing they go through. I mean, like I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Will Smith, but I'm a fan of Mary. 
Do you want to mention really quickly why you're not a fan of Will Smith? No, no I feel like that's a whole separate episode waiting to have it. What? This feel... is literally a Will Smith episode. No, it's not. It's a Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith episode. Okay. Do you want to mention what your issue is with Will Smith? Like, why don't we like Will Smith? We? we. You, why don't you like Will okay. Smith? Okay. I thought there was like some unconditional love that you jumped on the train with me. That'd have been nice. Listen, I have not. Okay, let's just. I'm going to keep it simple. First, he came out musically. The man. As a rapper, ass. That's just terrible. We Not going to mince any words there. No, he was terrible. He had the benefit of one of the greatest DJs of all time. But as a rapper, ridiculous. Just bad. Just no. Okay? Okay. Acting. My problem with him is that he's the same guy in every movie, in every party place. And when he diverts, he's not good. People, I think, people who know me, and sadly, the whole fact that I'm not a fan of his is almost the thing people know more about me more than anything else. I completely respect the fact that he's acting and he's doing whatever. He's filthy rich. He's done great things for the community. He's a good person in general. So my respect for him is there. I'm just not a fan of him. And I'm one person who you could care less about. Mm -hmm. He's surrounded by fans and yes men and yes women. I'm just one dude who doesn't like him. One of maybe three who probably don't like him. I don't know. Maybe Tupac was another one. Maybe August was the third. I don't know. But I just feel like he was the same dude. He was the same guy in Fresh Prince. He wasn't acting. He was that guy. He had a great scene, but he was, you know, with you know, with his dad in there, with Ben Vereen playing that part. But I feel like, I mean, I guess he was acting, but he also had something to draw from because he said, I mean, his dad wasn't around either. So he had something to draw from. So he's had his moments. But I've never found him to be a, a really good actor. But, again, respect what he's done. And every time he's done something different, yeah, that's it. So that's then the reason I'm not a fan of his. But, again, he doesn't care. He doesn't even know. And if he did know, why would he care? Mm. He's busy. He's fighting off these light-skinned dudes trying to get with his wife. He ain't wow. got time for me. Wow. Exactly. Ouch. Ouch. Just to move on. So that's just a, you know, that's a quick, I'm not a fan of Will Smith. Me, okay. Me. Mm -hmm. Difficult question. You ready? Yeah. What's your favorite Will Smith song? Song? Yeah. Will Will. Wow. Um, I don't think I don't. Do I have a favorite Will Smith song? No. Um, what I've always said is that pretty much every artist has one song, has one song that I would like. Even the worst artist, and he's one of them. Um, I don't know. Okay, I, just the two of us. I, if I had to pick one, that would be it. But it's not because of him. It's because I love that sample. Okay. He sampled Grover Washington Jr. I love that song. He just happened to take it, did little daddy rapping on the song, whatever. So I guess if I have to pick a song, that's it. I like the, that one too. The rest of it is just, eh. Eh. Parents just don't understand. I uh, could beat my Summertime. Tyson. Summertime. Great sample. Wasn't a fan of the song. Wow. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it. Again, just All one right, person, not a fan of the man. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Well, at least we broke that down. That's that <laughs> yeah. one unpopular opinion. Mm -hmm. and there will be many more to come. Oh, yes. That's many, what I'm saying. More. We could save that. We just got threw it out there. No, that's, that's it. it. That's the end of that Will mm. Smith thing. We don't ever have to bring that up ever again now. Mm. Okay, valid. We'll talk about that again. Yeah. I'm with you. Awesome. I agree. 
All right, baby. I think we've gotten to the point where we have um, determined that love is entanglement. Entangled. Whatever that means. Mm, tied. Tied. <laughs> yeah. Tied. In a predatory knot. Mm. Um, love is many things. But this good love is black. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black podcast. See you next week.